Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast portion of our Lent series, Behold the Lamb. Uh, my name is Matt Brown. I'm here with Linus Wynn. And as we said in our last episode, we're, we're doing this to talk about, to go deeper into the Lent, uh, Lent season and talk about spiritual disciplines. Uh, we talked about fasting in the last episode. Today, we're going to talk about confession and repentance, uh, a Spiritual practices that we, yeah. we talk about in our class that are they're fundamental to what it means to be a follower of Jesus. And so we wanted to just kind of flesh those out a little bit. Um, so confession, you know, I, when I teach confession, I, I just give them a simple definition. Obviously, we're, we're confessing our sins, but uh, agreeing with God. Right. Just using this yeah. idea that we're, we're agreeing with God that what we did was wrong. And, and uh, repentance... That idea, um, I kind of go into it. You, 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 you said kind of where your definition is, but with repentance, we talk about, you know, in the in the Hebrew word, that Hebrew word uh, shuv or teshuva to yeah. t- to turn and go the other way, mm-hmm. uh, and in Greek, that word metanoia, uh, to kind of a, a changing of mind, not Correct. like yeah, not yeah. like I just changed my mind, but like yeah, an actual. Yeah transforming mm-hmm. of the mind, maybe like Romans 12, you know, being transformed by the renewing of our mind. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I, every time we talk about confession, um, we do go back to First John. I mean, it's kind of like the, the clearest definition of it, right? Yeah. But it means to, to say the same thing God has said. Yeah. Right? So to agree with God. So as God has said, then we say what He has said. So in regards to who we are, uh, in regards to who we're not, <laughs> in a sense, um, but also what he has said about something. So if mm-hmm. it's about a sin, if he says, oh, that is sinful, then we have to say, oh, I agree. Yeah. Um, or you have done this. Oh, yes, I have done this. And so um, it's almost it's almost trying to figure out what God has said and then trying to determine, now how do I get to a place where I can say the same thing and be in line, in, you know, in an alignment, mm-hmm. in agreement. And then, um, yeah, the repentance thing. I mean, that's one of these things where you're, you're thinking about a, a changed mindset. Um, you're you're thinking about things a, a different way than what you had before, yeah. and it can take such a form of even moving from unbelief to belief, or not recognizing something to seeing something, and it really is a battlefield of the mind. Yeah, um, it really is that. And so, I, I mean, I think that's just a great picture of just trying to say, what is God's heart and mind about something? Can I align myself to that? Mm-hmm. Think and feel the same way, and then as God leads me, how do I change the way I think about something? to follow the footsteps as closely as I can to my rabbi, um, mm-hmm. to my teacher, to my master, to my mm-hmm. Lord, um, after having walked so far away from him yeah. and so far behind. You yeah. know? And so I kind of have those images in mind when I'm thinking mm-hmm. about confession, carrying it out in repentance, and kind of like the marrying of the two. Yeah. 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 That's, that's good. I, so let's, let's kind of focus on the practice of confession and yeah. then maybe some of what, what repentance looks like. And obviously we've got to talk about what's hard and, and yeah. what, you yeah. know, what's hard about this, all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, and the hope is obviously as we, as we do this, the hope is that in addition to the readings that we're doing every day and the, the videos that we're, we're turning out that, that hopefully this podcast gives us something to practice I mean, right. these are spiritual practices yeah. that we're actually, hopefully even in just this Lent season, we're actually, doing things and maybe creating habits. I know even just the studying I've been doing has, has been reminding me of things to to create better habits in my walk right, with Jesus right. to to grow and to you know to yeah, be did, more consistent. Yeah, new patterns, right? Yeah. New patterns that puts us into that stream yeah. of grace where we can just receive and get poured in as yeah. we're pouring ourselves out before our God. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. 
So, so when we talk confession, we're talking, you know, kind of two levels: confession to God mm-hmm. and confession to others. And, uh, you know, if this is if this is something you're already doing, you know, I feel like confessing to God is somewhat easier. You know, I, I feel like for most of us, because it's just it's me and God, and hopefully I know, hey, God forgives me, He loves me. Uh, confessing to others is uh, is maybe a little bit more difficult. So, mm. um, maybe. Let's talk a little bit about what's the difference. Like, what's the yeah purpose? Are they both necessary? Or yeah, okay. Well, I I think this is. I mean, it's kind of an interesting one. Mm-hmm. But I think confession to God is somewhat easier. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. But then, for some reason, there is some. I, I felt sometimes even some reservation, mm-hmm. knowing that God knows me thoroughly right. and He loves me dearly. Mm-hmm. But there is still something that makes it hard to admit, right? Right. Um, and sometimes even the confession part only happens on the tail end when I feel really, really bad about something mm-hmm. that I've done, yeah. right? Um, and so I think there is a place for that. But I also think that there's also a place where you have a confessional type of prayer because there are sins that I don't realize have existed. And, um, and so I ask God to reveal to me those things or things that I know that I should be working on, and therefore yeah. I also agree with God, even right. before the point of conviction, but I agree that I also need to work on that, and I pray for that as well. Yeah, so even taking time for God to reveal. Right, sense, right, that's, yeah. yeah. Kind of like the, kind of like the, the search me, O oh God prayer, yeah. right? Yeah. Search me and then reveal to me so that I can walk a certain way. So, um, so I think there's that. There's also the time that just needs to have quietness where mm-hmm. a little bit more of introspection happens. Yeah, and then recording it down and and thinking that I have a lifetime now to go before God to deal with whatever said thing, whatever it is I need to work on, right? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I've I've always found that confession to God is easier when I think that God already knows all of yeah. it, and it is not my lack of confession there, you know, that kind of like takes away my position in Christ, right? Yeah, but I do have to understand that unconfessed sin ruins like me inside and out right the psalmist yeah. talks about it right that yeah. you know before he confessed his sins his body was wasting away and there's yeah. the anguish and the turmoil so i have to understand that when i don't confess i i bring death to my bones yeah but when i do i find the mercy that has already been ready to be extended yeah so that helps that helps me understand what confession really means um and kind of keeps me in the game about that a little bit more. Yeah, and that's great. You you, you answered it before I even asked the question. That that question that always comes up. Well, what, what if if I don't for- confess something? Does that mean I'm not forgiven? Yeah. And you know, and this idea that Jesus took care of all of it on the cross. Yeah, yeah. But it is this. It's this relationship thing that mm-hmm. we're we're clearing the air and 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 for you. I love I love that. Hearkening back to the Psalms, it was like I was wasting away when yeah. I didn't. That it actually unconfessed sin actually affects us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just the relationship, but ourselves too. So, so there's that, and we know that's fundamental to to what it means to be a follower of Jesus. I mean, from the very beginning, John the Baptist comes out and he is he is baptizing for repentance of sins, and it says that they they came and confessing their sins, they were baptized, right? So confession and repentance, fundamental to what it means to be a Christian from the very beginning. Um, What about when, what is this added layer of confessing to one another? When when James says, confess your sins to one another, um, and you get these these commands to 
confess your sins. Yeah, I think that's, a, I mean, I, it's a sensitive one. Yeah. Like, that's a scary one, right? Because that's the person that you're sitting next to and you see. Um, and we're going to do it right now. You're yeah. going to no. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I remember a friend of mine, he, he, a really helpful tip that he gave was that understanding the, I guess, the concentric circles and the degree of intimacy within a friendship, that there are certain degrees of friendship that can yep. lend itself to an easier, more um, intimate confession of sins. Yep. And then as you move your way out, you, there may not be that much intimacy or that much safety in it. So there, you, know, you, you do have to kind of figure out what should be told to whom. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, but then that also begged the question in our conversation in the past was, do we have those inner circles that are close enough so that we can confess our sins to one another and feel like they are going to, in a sense, be the active priests yeah. in our role, right, between between us and God and be able to pray for us and um, and step into that gap a bit. And so yeah. so I think that, that, that that's what we're kind of looking at. But, yeah, you're absolutely right, though. Scripture does teach us to confess our sins to one another. And then there is that freedom in life that occurs there. Yeah, yeah, and I think that yeah. I think that's the thing. There, there's there's probably the greatest fear, at least you know, for myself and and others that I that I've talked to. The 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 greatest fear is, is just coming clean to somebody else. Number yeah. one, because you got to you trust them, and you're trusting them with this heavy thing that you're carrying. Um, and then there's just there's just something about saying it to somebody else that you've yeah. been wrong, you've done something wrong, or yeah. whatever that it, that is, that's um, that's so hard. But at the same time, you do have to find the, the right person to trust to do this. But but it's also the the weight you feel lifted often mm-hmm. often when you when mm-hmm. you share that because you brought something out into the light that there is this added layer of freedom that, yeah. like you said. God has you know, in First Peter when it talks about that we're part of a royal priesthood that God has mm-hmm. the priesthood of believers. God has enabled us to to help carry that way. He's commissioned us to help right. carry that yeah. and and to to say, hey, you you've been forgiven, right? yeah, you've been yeah. forgiven, and it, and sometimes just to hear it audibly from someone else, yeah. who's yeah, yeah, and I think that's one of the, the the key things, right? In our confession to one another, is that the response to that would be as the ancient prayers have always taught us, was that in that confession, there needs to be equally the prayer of the, the, the affirmation and the confirmation of the work of Christ in that, right? Yeah. Um, and so that should be the natural response. We confess, and the other person, our brother or sister, they affirm to us the work of Christ, and we know that we can be forgiven. It's good. And all unrighteousness has been wiped clean. Yeah. And our, our slates are really clean, yeah. right? Um, and the difficulty is another one, another layer, right, is the... It's hard to confess our sins to those we probably are the closest with. Yeah. Like our family members. Absolutely. You know, our spouses, yeah. our children even. Yeah. Um, our parents. I mean, the closer we are, it seems like it's almost harder to admit these things because it just seems like there's so much more on the line. Yeah. And we think that we're going to lose so much because of that confession. And I think the dangers of sin is very real in that right. regard, you know. But the other side of it is that we also believe in a redeeming God yeah. and that the relationship's would actually get to a deeper place because of that confession and that removal of those things that are getting in the way. Yeah. And so we do hope, and I mean, honestly, there is that redemptive hope yeah. in this act of confession. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so a couple of more questions on this topic. How, um, let's talk about the role of repentance with confession. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you know, I have a friend who, who, who taught this. I remember when we were youth pastors, he, he taught it as the, the Jesus two-step. There's, they go hand in hand together. It's, uh, and it's, you know, confession and repentance go hand in hand. And, and I think it's important because, because there is that aspect of like, well, can I just, just keep going and confessing? You know, I just, yeah, hey, yeah. I did this again, you know, or, you know, what is the role of repentance in this? Yeah, yeah, I think by its core definition, right, renewing your mind. Yeah. Um, changing the way you think. And then as you think along the lines of Christ or having the mind of Christ, then follows the question is, what do I need to either stop doing or start doing? Yeah. Right? Um, and and being able to have, it's almost interesting, the, the verse that talks about, you know, the repentance comes from this place of godly sorrow. Mm-hmm. When you When you feel about something the way God feels about it, then that motivates us to take the appropriate action to get to the same place, right? Yeah. So if he is broken about something and we're broken about something, then we would either move away from something or move towards something. Yeah. And so um, honestly, I, I've for years, I've shifted my prayers to not only asking about repentance only, like you know what mm-hmm. I need to do or what I need to stop doing or start doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually started praying about you know the, the godly sorrow. I yeah. said, Lord, give me the godly sorrow about this thing that I had just done. Yeah. Or give me the godly sorrow about this thing that I should be doing but I'm not doing. Mm. And so I've actually started praying about the godly yeah. sorrow part. And once my heart was broken, then then I was compelled, right? Yeah. I was urged by the Spirit to do this. And so um, but I, mean, I think there is needs to be that kind of a actionable step yeah. to, somewhat, to some degree. Yeah. Um, then I think that's where others are invited into the confession and, and actual repentance because— yeah. Then now you have your accountability circles. Right. You have you open yourself up to asking other people like how 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 have you overcome this, or how have you started establishing this? Um, yeah. But one of the things that kicks against repentance is the mindset that says nothing ever ever has to happen or change. Right. And so, yeah. 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 Or even the identity piece that says, well, this is just this is just who I am. Yeah. Right? I'm yeah. Just gonna, well, it's not. I mean, according to scripture according to your identity mm-hmm. in Christ, right? Now, you, you do have power over yeah, sin, yeah. right? With the Holy Spirit's help. So, um, yeah, all of those things. So so I guess the kind of rounding this out is what does this practice look like practically yeah. in in our lives? Um, you you brought up accountability, and I think that's that's an important thing. Some of us might say, well, confession, repentance, that feels a little high church or a little formal or a little whatever, but really, in, in most of our circles, yeah. at least in Protestant circles, hey, do, do you have an accountability partner? Do you have yeah, somebody? You right. you know where you get tripped up. Who's helping you with this? Yeah. Who are you confessing to? Who's who's walking with you and holding you accountable and things like that? So mm-hmm. what what would this look like in daily, weekly, monthly life? Yeah, well, one, I'm always a big proponent of getting things down on paper, mm-hmm. only because it kind of removes the the pressures of, like, having everything right there and ready. You know, it's kind of like, oh, can I hold this back or not say something? You know? Right. Um, or I forget. Yeah. But I'm always one to always make a list, um, whether it's of sins or confessions or whether it's actions. I always make a list. Uh, and what date I wrote those down so I can see years later if I'm still working on them. Yeah. Kind of thing. Um, but I think this is where the lost art of church community is big. Um, you know, can, you know, can we say now to anyone who's listening, right, or to one of us to say, oh, do you have a pastor? Do you have a youth pastor? Yeah. Do you have, um, you know, whatever it is, do you have somebody, you have brothers and sisters that you have lunch with and dinner with mm-hmm. that you can actually go to, yeah. right? Um, and the sad picture is sometimes we go to churches and we just don't have family. 
Yeah. Right. And so, so I think having a church home, a church family is good. Um, being in a place where, like, like I always said, you know, in every place there's always going to be God revealing to us His faithful people. And I think sometimes rather than waiting for people to show up and to show us that they're God's people, we go and we seek them out. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah. That's part of the mission too. But I think having things recorded, having people around that you're looking for. And and really and and then I think asking them to be a part of it like yeah can I come to you you know yeah or send you a quick text if I'm struggling through something or I've done something I yeah. send you a text you yeah. know and and giving them the the freedom to to reach yeah. out to you and check in with yeah. you and things yeah. like that yeah so I think there's there's those things and of course you know if there's other resources that people need we can always provide it you know whether it's yeah. digital accountability software or whatever yeah but I think the human element of the family was key yeah. Um, and then with our own homes, I think, you know, like say, hey, we want to build a culture in our home of quickly, readily admitting fault, um, quickly, readily forgiving, yeah, and build it, building a habit of that, and um, and then even ask each other like, what's getting in the way of that within our own homes, yeah, and then write down on paper, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you and you can always you can always shred or burn the paper after the right, fact if right. you're scared of having those yeah. things, right? Um, I remember having this uh, this one family member. What they did was they kind of created a. I don't know, kind of like a family statement about this. And then they they, um, they had the kids and the family like, painted mm-hmm. and decorated and stuff. And then they, they framed it mm-hmm. and they put it on the wall. Like this was a house that was kind of like, you know, this is what we do here. Yeah. And it became just something that they just decorated their home with, you know. Well, it's kind of cool. Just, here, hey, this house has freedom to, to bring things out into yeah. the light mm-hmm. and find forgiveness. Yeah. Man, that's great. That's and then, awesome. Um, and then with that, we cover each other in love. Yeah. You know, like it becomes not easier but like if I were to say something of a confession to my wife, I had to have to know that because of her love for me, it's not going to be thrown back in my face. It's not going to be right. um, exploited. Right. And so that that knowing of the love within the family, within relationships and friendships, that frees us up to actually yeah. walk into confession and repentance. Yeah. You know? That's good. That's good. Well, I mean, obviously we could continue to go go through this and go deeper into this, uh, but I, I love kind of what we've, what we've laid down yeah, here. And great. this has been really... This has been really good. So uh, thank you uh, to our audience. Thank you for joining us. I hope you're enjoying the, uh, the Lent series yeah. and the readings and all of that. And uh, we, we hope you're being blessed by it. And uh, thank you for joining us. Thank you.